Man, God is moving in a mighty way. And you know the most amazing thing about what took place 2,000 years ago on a Sunday like last Sunday? Was that that power was made accessible to everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. That power was made accessible to you and 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 you all of you online. The power of the Holy Spirit. The same power that flowed through Jesus is available to us. And that's the most ridiculous, amazing news ever. It's better than the stock market going up because it never goes down. It's better than the currencies because it never goes down. It's better than FPL because it never has an outage. It's better than Xfinity because it never goes down. Come on, I'll keep going. You name it, it's better than that. Because it never goes down. And this series that we are starting today, Empowered, is all about the power of God. God knew exactly as he orchestrated. God does things so much better than any human can ever do. And God is moving in a mighty way. And I encourage you, tap into what God is doing. Amen? Amen? Online campus, we welcome you this morning, and we love you, and we're so excited to be able to tune in with you, and that your home is also a sanctuary unto God on this day. Can we give God a hand of praise for everyone that's online this morning? I heard a story about this little old lady that was at church, and uh, she was at a revival service, and she was on fire. And she gets home, and you know what she finds, Joel? She walks into her house to find a guy inside robbing it. And this little lady grabs her Bible, which is under her arm. She pulls it out, and she begins to scream at the man, Acts 2.38! Acts 2.38! And the man freezes. She pulls her cell phone out, calls 911. The police come. She tells the guy the story. The officer gets him, puts him in cuffs. And as he's putting him in the squad car, he says, Sir... What, 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 what made you stop as she yelled scripture at you? He said, scripture? She yelled, I have an axe and 238s. <laughs> There's power in the word of God. By the way, Acts 238 says, repent and go be baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. But can I tell you there is power and authority that's been given to us? The definition of the word empower is going to pop up right here. If you're taking notes, you can write it down. Empower means give authority or power to do something. I think part of the most important thing in that definition is the to do something. Empower to do something. Now, if you're taking notes this morning, I actually want you to write down something, and it's the fact that Jesus has been given all 
authority. And I'm going to prove it to you. Matthew chapter 28, verse number 18. Matthew 28, this is Jesus talking. He says to the disciples as he's getting ready to ascend into heaven, he looks at them and he says, all authority, not some authority, not a little bit of it, all authority has been given to me, not in Israel, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Bethsaida, no, no, no. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Jesus has been given all authority. And do you know why it's important to understand that? Write it down this morning. Because only someone in authority can empower somebody. Only someone who has the authority can empower somebody. Listen, I can go to the dollar store and buy a little plastic toy police officer badge and give it to a kid. Ain't got no power. But when Commissioner Freddie from Miami-Dade Police Department comes and it's actually his name, by the way. I had the privilege of teaching two of their, his kids many years ago, gives an officer a badge. There's power because he's in authority. So part of the misunderstood concept in Christianity is the fact that we don't understand that Jesus had all authority and then gave it to us. So we're walking defeated lives, brokenness, enslaved, and the one who had all authority in heaven and on earth has given us that authority. How does he give us that authority? Well, we are empowered by Jesus through the Holy Spirit. We're empowered by Jesus through the person of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1, you can read it later, but in Acts chapter 1, right before Jesus ascends into heaven, he's talking to the disciples. And he looks at them and says, in a couple of days, y'all wait, because in a couple of days, it's not Amazon, it's not UPS, and it's not FedEx, but you're going to be baptized with a special delivery from the Holy Spirit. And that special delivery from the Holy Spirit is going to come with power. Say power this morning. Power. That was weak. Say it again. Come on, online campus, type it in that comment box. Power. As a matter of fact, if you're online, you have access to emojis. Put a little, like, bomb thing in there. Boom. See, that's what the word power is. It's where we get dynamite from. Y'all remember JJ? Dynamite. <laughs> I think he said it something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am old. <laughs> he said I was aging myself. We receive power. Power. Watch, listen to how the microphone pops when you go to say that P. Power. The P sound, God designed it to have power. Come on, Pérez. That's my last name. You say it with um. 
We've been given power through the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, you shall be baptized in fire. John the Baptist, when he was preaching to everybody, as he baptized people in the river, he would look at them and he would say, hey, I baptize you in water, but there's a dude that's coming after me whose sandals I'm not even worth to tie, and he's going to baptize you with fire and the Holy Spirit. Then Jesus shows up. And you you know what happened when Jesus showed up? John said, well, I can't baptize you. You've got to baptize me. And Jesus is like, no, 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 let's, let's fulfill it. And he goes to baptize Jesus, and God opens the heavens, and the Holy Spirit descends upon Jesus in the form of a dove, and a voice from heaven thunders and says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. God comes and not only empowers Jesus, but affirms Jesus. Oh, church, this morning I am here to tell you that that same power when you come to him is upon you. And I'm here to affirm you this morning as a son or as a daughter of God. You have access to the same power. And if we have access to the power, the question then comes, why aren't we walking in that power, right? So what is the situation going on? Well, we haven't understood the fact that Jesus empowered us and Jesus empowered his disciples. If you're taking note, that's the next point. Jesus empowered his disciples. Jesus empowered them. I'm not going to read it right now, but I'm going to tell you the reference. You can read it later. Luke chapter 9 and in Luke chapter 10. In Luke chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, Jesus goes to his disciples and says, I give you the power and the authority to go out and pray over the sick and to cast out demons, and he sent them out. He didn't just send them out willy-nilly. No, he sent them out with power. And you know what he told them? Don't take a money bag. Don't take extra clothes. Don't take extra things. All you need is the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody else is going to provide. Everything else is going to come. You need the power. So he empowers them. In chapter 10, at the beginning of chapter 10, he then empowers a group of 70 disciples to go out. He empowers them and he sends them out. And not only did Jesus empower them and send them out, by the very extension, he empowers you and 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 you. And I don't know which camera, so I'll point at all of them. All of you. He empowered you. With the same authority. And we can walk in it because he has the authority to give it. Listen, you ever had gone on an airplane with your little kids and the pilot gives the kid a little plastic wings? Maybe airlines don't do it anymore. When I was a kid, Eastern Airlines used to give the little things. American Airlines used to give it as well. Now, let me tell you something. Even though that pilot has authority over that airplane, he doesn't have authority to commission a six-year-old to fly a plane. That's why they wear plastic wings. Now, as a kid, I could walk out and be like, I'm a pilot, I'm a pilot. You know, that I, have a, I have an official Disney World uh, monorail driver's license. It don't mean squat diddly because it's what they gave you when you sat in the front of the monorail. But I got the little cool card, right? Yay. But that guy that gave it to me didn't have the authority to give it to me. But you got to understand, Jesus does have, did have, will have, will always have the authority to empower you as his disciple. And you know what's crazy? Is that then in John chapter 14, verse number 12, 
Jesus looks at the disciples and he says this, believe in me and what I do, you will do and even greater works will you do because I go to the Father. Now, I need you to understand something because this Pentecostal church did not get as excited as I thought it would be. Jesus said you will do greater works. That tells me y'all don't read your Bible and know the works that Jesus did if you ain't excited about the fact that you're going to do greater works. Like you're going to be at your construction site and somebody gets hurt and you walk up to him and said, hey, you know what? We're going to call the ambulance just out of precaution and all that stuff, but in the name of Jesus, ankle be healed and walk away. Boom, because you got the power. You're enjoying your retirement, Don and Joy, and you're going to walk into the grocery store and somebody's doing something, you say, in the name of Jesus, do it. Why? Well, what authority do you have? Because you retire from FPL? Nah, because I'm a disciple of Jesus. And he said, greater works will I do. Because understand something, it's not greater works in quality of work. It's quantity. See, because you can do it, and 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 you can do it. We can write a song. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Because you're extra special. No, because you're a son of the living God. So it's greater, not in quality, but in quantity. I'm going to do it again. I, I, I ventured to do it in Spanish service, and it worked out, so I'm going to try it again. If you're online on our online campus this morning, I want you to put in the city that you are watching service from. So I did that in Spanish service, and I went later and checked, and we had somebody watching us in West Palm Beach. We had somebody in Lexington, Kentucky watching service with us this morning. So watch what I'm saying now. Watch what I'm saying. Because I have been empowered by Jesus and I'm walking in my office as a pastor. And because we have utilized the technology that is around today and have begun to transmit in a better quality, in a better format to the online campus, I am reaching people in other cities and states who can receive their miracle at the same time that we receive it here. Somebody say this morning, greater works. Greater works. 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 But the greater works comes with a warning. The power comes with a warning. See, if you, anybody ever bought an extension cord or a fixture, you know that little silver piece of thing that's tied at every cable? It's called the UL warning, right? It is a warning to you that if you do it wrong, you might get electrocuted. Jesus gave us the power, but he gave it with a warning. The warning is found in Luke chapter 10, verses 17 through 20. The disciples, the 70, they come back and it says that they returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And then Jesus says, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, 
do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. You know what that warning says? Papo, no te creas la última Coca-Cola del desierto because you prayed for somebody. Don't think you're the greatest things in sliced bread. That is the English version of the saying I said in Spanish. It came, the power came with a warning. It's not about you, it's about you. So does Jesus want to use you? Yep, everywhere you go. But it's not you. It's not you. You know what I tell my closest people? I said it to the group of people that launched the church with me at my dining room table when we launched this church in the summer of 2010, 2011. I looked at them and I said this, and I say it now. I've said it to Pastor Fernie, I've said it to Pastor Jose, those are the closest thing. If I ever begin to change where it starts becoming about me, call me out and don't let me go down that path. You were there that day, you were there that day, you were there that day. Don't let me go down that path because what happens when we begin to feel the power of the Holy Spirit and we begin then to allow pride to come in and arrogance and yo soy el pastor. Nah. Nah. The same power of the Holy Spirit upon my life is upon your life. Which is why you have been empowered by God to pray for people. To preach to people. To talk to people. He has empowered you, but don't rejoice in the power. Rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Have any of you ever been in a store and asked a question as if you worked in the store? It happens to me all the time. Whatever store. I'll be walking around, I'll be just, you know, standing, I'm looking or whatever, and somebody comes and says, excuse me, sir, can you help me find, I was like, I'm sorry, I don't work here. Oh, I'm sorry, you looked like, yeah, because I walk in the authority that God has given me, and what you're seeing is that your spirit man is recognizing I'm a man under authority. I don't say that to them, I'm telling you what's going on. <laughs> just being clear. <laughs> Person's going to be like, this guy's a psycho. <laughs> kind of. Authority recognizes authority. The Bible shows us that. There's a man who's one of his servants is ill. A centurion, if you remember the story. He calls for Jesus. And he sends somebody to ask Jesus to come. And Jesus says, I'll come. And Jesus 
begins to use his several legs to walk over. And as he's arriving, the centurion sends somebody else and says, whoa, whoa, Jesus, I'm not even worthy to walk into my house, man. You got to understand something. Just say the word. I'm a man under authority. I tell people, come, they come. I tell people, go, and they go. All you need to do is say the word. So Jesus says, I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. Go home. The guy's healed. The guy returns home and realizes that his servant was healed. Authority recognizes authority. And as you, when the, the reason the enemy, the devil, the adversary, the liar, wants Christians to forget or not realize that there is power in the name of Jesus and power that has been delegated to them, he doesn't want that because what he knows is that when you walk around victoriously in the power of God, people's lives will be changed, transformed, and delivered. And you don't walk around like this anymore. You walk around like this. Not ashamed. You ever seen a child who is taller than the rest of the kids and they kind of feel shame because they're taller than everybody else? And they start to like encombarse. They try to like not be the tallest one. They feel bad. Some of you are like, no, I never had that problem. Get a grip. All right. My daughter Abigail experienced that a couple years ago. To this day, she's one of the tallest ones in her class. And we affirmed her and began to talk to her. No, you are tall because God made you that way. And you're beautiful that way. Stand tall. Shoulders back. Because she went through a little phase there where she started like, and no. And whenever I see her that she's in a scenario where she's not super confident, I see her go back to her and I go next to her and I put my arms around her and it's like, no, 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 no. You're my daughter. And I affirm her. And I have authority over her as her father to affirm her. Oh, God, Jesus, thank you, Holy Ghost. The same way that the father affirmed Jesus and then Jesus turns around and gives and delegates the authority to us. And do you know what gives us that authority or why we can be empowered? We can be empowered because of the cross and the fact that the tomb is empty. We can be empowered because Jesus died on the cross. It's why when Peter looked at Jesus and said, you don't need to die. No, 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 no. Come on. We can do other stuff. You don't need to die. He's like, oh, get behind me, Satan. If you ever read that passage. Jesus calls him Simon, then he calls him Peter, then he calls him Satan. It's a pretty bad progression. 
Now, he wasn't calling him Satan. He was saying, you're being used by him right now to tell me not to go to the cross because Jesus knew that the cross was going to lead to a tomb and the tomb was going to be empty on Sunday morning. And that was going to give the power to every disciple across the creation, across the edge of time to stand firmly affirmed and empowered by the Holy Spirit to pray for people, to talk to people, and to let people know that Jesus is coming again. And then he said, but don't rejoice in this power. Rejoice in the fact that your name is written in heaven. So I ask you this question today. Is your name written in heaven? Stand to your feet, online, stand to your feet as well. I ask you the question one more time. Is your name written in heaven? See, because we can do the Holy Ghost shuffle and jump and dance and do all we want. But if there's no power because there's no relationship and the name hasn't been written in heaven, it's just a show. But the best news is this, is that the book that records your name in heaven has a space just for you. So every head bowed, every head closes. Today you say, I want to write my name in the book of heaven. I want you to say this prayer with me and say it out loud. Say, God, I'm a sinner and on my own, I can't get to you. But I believe Jesus is your son. He came to earth, lived a perfect life, died on the cross and rose from the grave. The tomb is empty. And he did it so that I might be saved. So today, I ask you, write my name in the book of heaven. Come into my heart, Jesus. And from now on, I'm yours. And you are mine. In Jesus' name. Rejoice for your name is written in the book of heaven. The Bible says that there is more celebration in heaven for one soul that repents than for 99 that need no need of repentance. And right now, because of the decision that you made, there's a party going on in heaven. And we rejoice. But let me tell you something. There's power. Don't miss next week's service. Because we're going to continue this series about the power. And if you're online, if you can make it in person, be here in person. If you have to watch online, watch online. But host a watch party and tell somebody else to watch with you. Because there is power in Jesus' name. Come on, just lift your hands and worship him for a minute.